This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence, Duluth Edition. This is Father Richard Kunst along with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth at the St. James Campus of Stellamaris Academy right here in the city of Duluth. On the air with us right now, we have uh, Jordan Miller, uh, Head of Campus Ministry at St. Thomas More High School in Rapid City. Jordan, welcome to Real Presence Live. Hey, thank you. Good morning. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I am originally from Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, I grew up here, and I actually went to the Catholic schools here, St. Elizabeth Seton and St. Thomas More, all through um, K-12. through um, and then now I actually work here also um, as the head of campus ministry, um, and I'm housed here at the high school. So Great. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the March for Life? Um, uh, people may, some people may not have heard of it. People might have a faint idea of what it is. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is? Sure, sure. Um, the March for Life is a national um, pro-life march um, in Washington, D.C., um, where every year at the end of January, um, hundreds of thousands of, and it's not just a Catholic event, um, there is a heavy Catholic presence there, but um, of hundreds of thousands of pro-lifers will come and um, all meet in D.C. for a rally, and then we uh, marched to the Supreme Court building um, with um, signs of pro-life messages um, and solidarity with one another, and um it's just a beautiful event to be a part of and to witness um, and to be able to see the the culture, the pro-life culture and the pro-life youth um, that are there and, and that also um, support this from around the country. Jordan, this is Father Ryan Moravitz. I'm grateful that you're on the show today. Uh, you know, if you've, you've been out to the march, how has it impacted you personally? Is there anything in particular that it's, that it's really done for you? Yeah, um, this will be my fourth march. So there's a, you know, a few different things that stick out to me. Um, one in particular, though, last year, um, not only watching my own students, you know, experience the March for Life, um, and like in the universal church in that way, but also um, being pro-life. You know, it's not just us being anti-abortion, um, but it's supporting life in all stages, in all stages through um, our speech and our relationships and how we treat each other. Um, and so, you know, that ranges from, you know, infants, um, you know, babies in the womb to even the elderly. And so that's something that's kind of struck me the last year or so about, like, you know, in, in my own life, it's like, how am I relating the pro-life message, not just by being, you know, quote-unquote anti-abortion, but um, how are the words that I speak and the way I treat people, um, how is that pro-life? Um, and so it's been a good check for me, <laughs> um, and I'm a lot more aware of, you know, bringing the pro-life message through those aspects of my life, too. Jordan, I, I, this is Father Rich again. I personally have not been uh, at the uh, March for Life yet. I'm, I think sure. someday I'd love to do that. Why don't you, why don't you um, uh, convince the listeners and myself why, why everyone should take advantage of this at some, at some point? Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, though, that it's never, ever, at least for me, a convenient time. <laughs> um, you know, when I was in college, when I wanted to go, and even now, um, you know, a Friday in January to go across the country on a bus and be gone, you know, for, you know, six days, five, six days, um, is not ever convenient. And I think for me, it was like, if I'm not going to go, then I'm, if I'm not going to go now, then I'm not going to go. And so I think, um, 
just being able to set aside the time and to um, meet the other pro-life generation in Washington, D.C. is worth it. Um, every, every day spent away from my job or from school or whatever, um, is, is worth the experience that I get to, um, have with my own students and my own diocese, as well as, um, the pro-life generation in D.C. How, how impactful is it for young people to witness to life in this way and, and also witness others witnessing to life? What impact does it have on our, our young people? Yeah, I think, um... I have never seen some of, even just for my own students, um, get so on board with some sort of, you know, like, cause or um, they're very passionate about this. And I think a lot of it is because of um, their own peers and other people their age um, that are also very pro-life. And so it's something that can kind of, like, get on board with together. And I kind of, I think that fuels the fire a little bit for them. Um, and... And I think, you know, there are so many statistics about um, how much of even my own generation is missing due to abortion. And I think that kind of shakes people a little bit. Um, And so I think this is something that gets them a little fired up. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunz, along with Father Ryan Moravitz, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. We're talking to Jordan Miller, who's head of the campus ministry of St. Thomas More High School in Rapid City. And we're talking to uh, her about the March for Life. Uh, now, I remember a few years ago that, um, uh, that it made, it's, uh, it always makes national news, but I remember the one where there's a big snowstorm. That, were you part of that one, that uh, people got stuck on their way home? No, I wasn't. That was the year before I went, but I kind of wish I was. Yeah, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit? Like... Tell us a little bit about that because that was kind of, even though you weren't there, I mean, the mere sure. fact that you say that, you know, you know what happened. I know it was. It made yeah. quite a bit of news. Yeah. Um, well, my roommate Laura Hawk. I think you talked to her about this, actually. Um, so her and I work. We live together, but then we also work very closely together. And she was stuck on the Pennsylvania Turnpike that year. And um, I so I've heard stories, you know, of her saying that like the the National Guard had to run food to them, to all these buses stuck on the turnpike. And um, there was, I can't remember what school, um, but somebody, some school made an altar out of the snow and they celebrated mass outside. Yeah, yeah, which I think would be super fun. Um, But yeah, stuck for days. And yeah, yeah, I kind of wish I could have been there. <laughs> can you tell us? Can you, I mean, you know, you think of the journey out there. What is what does it look like for for your group in terms of sure. going out there, or stops along the way, or stops back, or what comedy sure. days um, details? Yeah. So normally we um, will leave the Tuesday night before the march. Um, so the march is on a Friday, um, and we do bus our kids out there. So normally. Um, We'll spend two nights on the bus on the way out there and arrive about Thursday morning is usually the goal. Um, and so then we'll spend Thursday, Friday, um, and then most of Saturday in D.C., and then we'll make the trip back home um, Saturday night into, into Sunday night. So um, there is a lot of stops, and a lot of times, um, you know, when you're brushing your teeth in the truck stops and the kids will ask, like, what state are we in? Like, yeah. and a lot of times we don't know because, you know, they, they'll, like, fall asleep and, you know, be out um, outside in the middle of the night, and we don't really know where we are, um, which is kind of funny for me. But we also do um, make a few stops, um, usually to the um, Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine in La Crosse, Wisconsin, 
um, last year we got to stop there and celebrate Mass at, um, at the Shrine. And then um, we usually do a tour of the Notre Dame campus in South Bend, um, either on our way there or the way back. Um, we know uh, we have some contact with the alumni director there at Notre Dame, and so she usually can set up a tour for our group. Um, and sometimes, depending on what time we can get there, to have Mass on campus there. Um, if if you if I mean if somebody were to to ask you you know if they've never been on this before and they were asking for tips you know how to prepare for something of a, an experience like this what would you say to somebody what to expect what kind of um, things would you tell them how to prepare for this? Sure, um, a lot of practical things. Just um, as a diocese, we are we pray, and I think that's a big thing because um, every year you know you go to the March for Life and you don't really know what to expect. You know, there's some people who are protesting against us at the march. Um, not too often, but I think a lot of it is is prayer and how can I prepare myself and what sort of message is the Lord wanting me to receive in this? And like um, to really be convicted of why am I going um, and what am I participating in? Um, and so I think a lot of it is just, um, yeah, self-reflection. Have you ever had anybody that was like, came and wasn't 100% convinced? Have you ever had an experience that anybody that went to the march and well, wasn't fully there yet? Have you ever had that experience? Um, I've had some speculations of some of the kids we've brought, you know, that it's just kind of like a cross-country trip with my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, like, like I'm kind of pro-life, and I think I could check this out. But, you know, I think, um, I think a lot of kids, once they go, their hearts are changed. And I... Um, and so I think there are some that have maybe been a little bit skeptical or not so convicted, but have left or have come back to Rapid City, you know, um, more on fire for the pro-life movement. Is there is there anything, um, you know, as we as we kind of come to a close here, uh, that mm-hmm. if there was a message that you wanted to leave with listeners um, concerning the March for Life, uh, what would it be? Wow. Um you know, again, what I said earlier about, you know, it never being a convenient time, and I think um, if there's any sort of stirring in your own heart to to go or a desire to go, um, do it. <laughs> and I know, um, you know, it is, it is a sacrifice in many ways, but there is nothing, um, there's nothing better than being able to see hundreds of thousands of people marching um, for life and for the pro-life movement. Um, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful way to um, immerse yourself in the universal church in that way too, and just the participation um, and the kindness of everybody you meet while you're marching um, is a beautiful experience. Um, so if there's any stirring in your heart to, or desire to go, um, to do it, to go. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Jordan. Thank you very much for joining us on Real Presence Live. Yes, you bet. Thank you very much. Many blessings, Jordan, to you and everybody there at St. Thomas More High School in Rapid City. Yes, thank you. God bless. All right. Well, uh, Father Ryan, that just about does it for your final show as my co-host. It's been uh, it's been great having you. As we've done this for a couple of years, two, three years yeah, now. Yeah, it's what two years I think. It's gonna um, be it's gonna be different without you around. It's been great working yeah, with you. It's been a lot of fun. It, it has been a lot of fun. And, you know, yeah. I'm excited for Kevin as well, and and you guys will do a great job, and I'll miss it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, and thanks to all of our listeners. You guys are you guys are great. It's fun to to hear your stories or to get messages from you, and to uh, even when I run into you in the community that that you listen to the show, keep listening. Uh, there's lots of good things going on with Real Presence Radio. Keep supporting uh, the network um, in every way. 
um, out in our communities. And, uh, yeah, so thanks to all the listeners, too, for all your prayers and your support. Many blessings to you. I remember it wasn't all that long ago, um, oh, I don't know, maybe about a year ago, that we that uh, we were told um, by some powers that be on, uh, in Real Presence Radio that maybe you and I should tone it down a little bit in our bantering back and forth. But I think that we kept it to a healthy level, don't you? Today was pretty good. It was an awesome show today, Father Oh, Rich. boy. I just would like to conclude by saying it's been an awesome experience. <laughs> You're an awesome priest, an awesome friend. Father, and this is really an awesome show. And I Father Ryan gives forward to listening to your awesomeness <laughs> in the future. <laughs> May the Lord in his goodness in this Advent season bless you and keep you. May his peace be upon you and lead you to everlasting life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May God bless you, and may Jesus Christ be praised. You're okay, Father Ryan. You're okay. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.